faster than expected. Abrupt climate change and the consequences for us and other living beings on our Earth. No one should be alone in the greatest challenge of our time. Thanks to Laura Upshaw for African Drum Dance on YouTube. Here's your host, Wolfgang Werminghausen. This is where I'd like to die, I guess, or this is where I'm going to make my last stand. I mean, it's quite mm. a romantic kind of thought, <laughs> I know, but <laughs> I do feel that way. And it's partly the place, right? I'm surrounded by nature, and that's really all I want in life as a main goal, is just as much as possible. Welcome to my new podcast episode, As If One Year to Live, Part 6, with Catherine Thompson. Catherine was born in Canada and now lives in Thailand. She is living anyway as if it were her last year. We are talking about living in the woods, building instruments, music and a little bit about forest spirits. In the years of 2011 to 13, Catherine traveled on horseback more than 2,500 kilometers through the southern plains of Saskatchewan and Alberta. She is presently based in a small mountain village in the north of Thailand, where she has set up a musical instrument making and composing studio. Inspired by Santos Hernandez, Catherine builds guitars. Here you can listen to how they sound. Find links and more information in the show notes at fasterthanexpected.1/fte38. Now please enjoy our interview. Welcome, Catherine, to my podcast episode. As if one year to live. I'm really glad to have you in my podcast again. I think it's more than one year ago that we chatted uh, in the podcast where, where you told us a little about how, where and how you are living. You're living in Thailand yes. and born in, in Canada and you have had some, some time in Ireland and you're, I think, first of all, you're a musician and uh, instrument builder and I, yeah. we, we will talk about building guitars later yeah. and you're a, a composer and um, not a cho choreographer you you told me but you at um, dance theater well um, for many years i worked with choreographers in modern dance in, in canada mostly toronto but a little bit of montreal too mm -hmm. and actually out, out in banff as well yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so i composed for modern dance mm -hmm. Do you have something to add? Well, I guess 
I mean, I always think those are all things I love to do and, and stuff, but my, I always loved being out in the bush, you know, like up north. And, and when I was in Toronto, mm-hmm. I would get up north canoeing and hiking as often as I could and spend mm-hmm. loads of time up there and a lot of times on my own. And so, uh, yeah. I, now you're living in the rainforest. I am. Well, yeah, <laughs> up in the forest here. It's <laughs> well, I lived in uh, southern Alberta. I, was, I, you know, I, for almost I don't know, 16 years. I, I was kind of nomadic and lived in tents a lot. And towards the end, you know, I did these long rides on horseback for a few years. And and then I, I lived at my friend Heidi and David's ranch, really down in southwest Alberta, and camped in tents where. There's basically virtually no trees anywhere. You know, it's mm-hmm. all native, gra- beautiful native grass, right? The mm-hmm. old growth forest of the plains, I might add. But now I'm, of course, surrounded by trees. Like when I look out, okay, I'm on this sort of big deck that I spend most of my time on. And I look out, I probably see more species of trees than I've ever seen in my life in Canada. Just, just in one glance, you know. Mm-hmm. When I first got here, the diversity just was amazing. Great. (laughs) We will have links in the show notes of this episode where where listeners can find uh, videos uh, about your surrounding and uh, about your music and building instruments and and so on. And uh, the show notes can be found at faster than expected, one word, dot one. Schnell ausgedacht. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it in German for you. Well, it's probably bad German. <laughs> um, and uh, sure, you are familiar with climate change in an exponential way and, and mm-hmm. thoughts of mass dying and extinction. And now we are going to, to have a little uh, thought, experiment of, of thought. And I'd like to... Uh, imagine uh, that you know your death date and you have about one more year to live. And I, I thought so that, that you will um, that you will say you're, you're living as if you're uh, living your last day yes. a year anyway. I'm um, looking forward what you're going to, to tell us about your your living and your imaginary yeah. last year. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I first got here, I remember telling my friend Aaron, I said, oh, I think this is my last stand. Do you know? And, and you know, part of that is thinking deeply into um, the possibilities of what's in front of us. And I also yeah. think it's very, very difficult to, to know what that could be. But I can certainly imagine it being something very challenging. <laughs> um, but so I arrived here and I thought, oh, this is where I'd like to die, I guess. Or this is where I'm going to make my last stand. I mean, it's quite mm. a romantic kind of thought, <laughs> I know. But <laughs> I do feel that way. And it's partly the place, right? I'm surrounded by nature. And that's really all I want in life as a main goal. It's just as much as possible. Um, but it's not just the being in nature. I mean... It's also the, the community. You know, I live in a fairly small village. You know, it's 400 people maybe live here. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, lately it's sort of a bit on the Thai tourist map, you know. So um, there's often visitors coming up here. It's mostly Thai people, but sometimes there's some 
Westerners coming, some Chinese people, because quite a lot of Chinese tourism up in this region at the moment. But mostly it's Thai, Thai people that come up to visit. But uh, mm-hmm. I mean, where I live, I'm tucked away, you know, I'm, I'm really tucked away. So I don't, visitors don't really affect me at all. You know, and the main village is up to a mountain ways, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I wrote to you, I said, oh, I'm, if I had one year to live, I would, wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> and I wrote it thinking, well, that's a bit presumptuous or something, you know, <laughs> felt a little arrogant, but it's, it's, I guess it's not or trite. I don't know. Anyway. Um, but it's, it's certainly how I feel. I, the occasion, this thought of having to leave, right. Cause I'm in a, mm. I'm not a permanent resident here. I've no, I mean, I have a visa and everything, mm. but, um, every now and then I get this panic. It's like, Oh, what if I have to leave? What am I going to do? <laughs> I just can't imagine it, you know. Uh, so anyway, that panic gets into me once in a while, and I give my mom a call and go, and she'll uh, sort of speak some reason to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Quite, quite handy, she's nearby. <laughs> but as far as I know, this is where I, I hope to stay for a long time, maybe forever, mm-hmm. and maybe to the end of the year when I die. <laughs> and that's a joke, yeah. In in your email, you have written about a little story with your mom in the mall right oh, yeah please tell us about I'll it just tell you yeah i you know at this time of year my mom and i will often go to one of the malls because it's really getting hot now like into the 40 degree almost 40 degree range right mm-hmm. you know my mom's in her 80s in the spring time yeah well now is here's the summertime so mm-hmm. in in what we would call summertime back in the northern, you know, in Canada or Europe, I guess, it's, it's starting mm-hmm. to cool down. It's the rainy season then. Yeah. Um, it's the hottest time of year. And it's actually the Thai New Year is in, in April, you know. And, and uh, yeah, it's definitely the hottest time. And it's also a dry time. But anyway, we often go to malls and things. And I, I can't remember my state, what I was presenting, you know, but I was probably just like going, oh, <laughs> you know, and, and thinking about like things like hypocrisy and um, all, all these things, things, not just that, but things about uh, all the things connected uh, to uh, uh, the, the uh, destabilization of our environment, mm. climate, you know, they all, they all spin together for me. And, and my mom just looked at me and said, Oh, your heart's broken. And, and uh, I was just like, Oh, you're right. <laughs> and her saying it just, it, 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 her saying it, was like a, a galvanization or a focus. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I just went, oh, you're right. You know, so she saw that really clearly. And it was a small moment, but it seems, for myself, it seems significant, you know. And I kind of stepped away a little bit or stepped, stepped in a different, slightly, slightly different direction, you know, mm-hmm. um, after then. So this past year... Um, I just, I feel like, uh, I'm just, oh, just, I don't feel, actually, I, f- I feel less upset now, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I get, I get upset about things I read and, and things, and some of it gets twist, kind of taken off into an odd direction, I'm finding. Um, but, um, I really just, um, the perfect day is to get up have some some coffee and breakfast and you know the sun's rising 
it's just so beautiful, you know, and then start mm. working on uh, instruments. And right now I'm building guitars and that's something I've said to someone, I said, you know what? It feels like a calling, you, you know, you, you know, that term, a calling. Yes. Like, quite. Yeah. Often you hear it in terms of almost a religious kind of, I don't want to make a big deal of that aspect mm. to it, but uh, it, it had a very powerful, has a very powerful draw at the moment. Something in the focus of it, hard to put into words what it is exactly. Mm -hmm. you're, you're building instruments since many years. And, yes. Uh, yes. Um, first of all, Koras and Shin. Mm -hmm. I, I oh, Shamisen? Shin yeah, Sen? I, Shamisen. Yeah. Shamisen. Oh. Shamisen, like an M. And it's mm -hmm. uh, kind of like a three-string Japanese banjo in a way. Mm -hmm. You could put it that way. It's an instrument with skin on it. And... Uh, You play with a pectorum that also strikes the skin. And it's the version I've, I've been making. It's called a Tsugaru, Tsugaru Jamisen. And it's a, like the biggest version of the Shamisen in Japan. Mm -hmm. And not so long ago, you, you have begun to build Spanish guitars. Yes, mm. yes. And you, you wrote in your email, it's <clears throat> like uh, um, you have... Contact with the spirit of who is it? San, uh, uh, Santos Hernandez. Santos Fernandez. Hernandez. Uh, Hernan Hernandez. Uh, yes. Yeah, I gotta tell you. Yes. yes. And uh, 100 years I, ago, I think he, he lived. He was, yeah. yeah. And, and somewhat later, but yeah, 100 years ago, yes. Um, I, and also he, some people have, have said, oh, Santos Hernandez sort of shifted the flamenco guitar he played he, he made classical and flamencos although back in those days it wasn't quite the same division you know um but some people have said oh santos hernandez kind of brought the flamenco guitar kind of i don't know what the word is to the up maybe up in status or something um mm. so t today a classical and flamenco guitar are very similar but there's some distinct differences you know And mostly I focus on flamencos, but I'll probably make uh, classicals as well, you know. But I love the flamenco guitars, so. And that's what I played for many years. So a lot of my personal mm -hmm. compositions were always done on guitar, and I played, uh, had a couple of flamenco guitars. And so I started making them, and boy, I, it was so great. And <laughs> I stopped playing guitar because I'd thrown my rotator cuff out from playing in a bad physical position, and... Then I moved on to Cora and other instruments, but uh, boy, it sure is nice to get back to it, you know. Mm. I love it. <laughs> is there a special meaning or purpose for you building guitars now? I, I just thought maybe like what Guy McPherson uh, often says to, to live a life of excellence. Mm. Yes, yes. Is it for sure? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that, you know, um, that thing that he talks about is very resonant for me. And uh, there's other, these other elements that come into it. Like uh, there's some Japanese elements like Shibumi and Wabisabi. And um, um, I'm not an authority. I shouldn't really, I won't go into detail, but you can, people can look it up. But um, these elements of a kind of a beautiful simplicity in, in, in things, you know, and, uh, 
finding the beauty in, in these small expressions and maybe as a human and we're makers of things right and i make stuff that's sort of what i've always done right like and if i put my mind to it i can pr practically make anything and but if i if, if i haven't got it in me there's just i just can't do it which is why i never make any money apparently mm. or not not much anyway so <laughs> um, <laughs> um uh, yeah um this this idea of a life of excellence is really beautiful to me Here comes another small snippet of Catherine with her guitar. I'll do some strums and things so you can get a sense of that. just on a very personal level of, I mean, each instrument I make, I try something new. I mean, some of them are very mm. small things. Oh, I think I'm going to do this one, but I'm going to make it two or maybe even five millimeters different. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like maybe it'll be like a canyon of five millimeters, you know, <laughs> and that sort of thing. I just, I love that. Just, oh, what will happen? And oh, did nothing made any difference at all. And then in other cases, oh, that's actually a nice difference but here's the thing i might have made that slight change but it might not have had anything to do with the change right because everything everything you make uh, just speaking about instruments but probably can be uh re related to many things and uh everything uh, we'll say everything i make i might make a subtle difference like a shift in an angle of a of a bracing but there's so many other elements going on that work together Right? Mm -hmm. It's almost like an ecosystem. So it's really <laughs> difficult to say, oh, it's because of this. Do you know what uh, I mean? And mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's easy for me because I'm kind of a natural mystic, right? So it's easy for me to get all spiritual about it. Oh, it's like, so for when I was first building, I was just like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, what do they call it? I'm just going to channel Sandoz Hernandez. <laughs> 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 anyway it worked anyway um yeah so that was fun but uh i i should i can't get too much into well okay it's like there's this the whole spiritual aspect right of living mm -hmm. here really strong for me but i don't 
I mean, I, I think I could, we could have a nice conversation about it because you, you seem quite um, eloquent in the spiritual realm. Anyway, but here in Thailand, I, mm -hmm. like I have my friend Gung, I'll, I'll talk about four spirits with her and all that stuff. And we, we talk about it just very clearly, like it's uh, not a metaphor. Do, do, do you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. things like that, are, um, if I don't, see now, now I'm starting to, oh, reel this back in. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about North American audience. Anyway, yeah. So for for me, there's there's these elements that that creep in. I, I don't really know what it's about exactly. Mm. But certainly, do uh, sense stuff and uh, spend a lot of time in the woods alone. You know, mm. many many years. I'm 61, so I, my first solo trip was when I was 16, and I just. Uh, there's I, this feeling of a uh, something uh, bigger than ourselves. Is, I, mm. I could say is quite strong you know anyway that's a long way away from the excellence of guitar making <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's connected <laughs> uh, i just th thought as you said um you're builder uh, you're making things and you're especially making things that uh, have an expression uh, music and uh, a sound that uh, touches the soul maybe there is yeah. a connection of of both yes you're so. not building computers or something like that right right, right. Music it's very, absolutely it's very easy to go that way and, and also you know sound i mean we could talk about the deep what's what word would you use i want to say resonance that's a bit anyway poetic but um do, do you know like if we were humans two million years ago I just, I just think of elements of sound um, uh, are ancient to us, you know, know what I mean? And, and mm. also there's harmonic kind of resonances in nature, I think. And, and maybe when they get expressed in some way, but with our own angle in, a, say, an instrument we make, that, that these things can, can reverberate really deeply, I, I think, you know. Mm. I mean, it's, it depends on, on the person making the sounds depends on the person hearing it and life is complicated. And, but every now and then there's these moments, I'm sure most people have had these moments of, of say music roots becomes a transcendent kind of thing. You know, mm. it's not all the time. Can't, I suppose it mm. can't be, but those moments, uh, yeah, really great. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful, beautiful thought <laughs> to have these yeah. um, moments of sound. Mm. Um, maybe we can end our short interview with that. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah, I can just uh, say goodbye to yeah, you. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks for letting me uh, go on about it. I really appreciate that. Yeah, yes. It's been nice to... Nice to uh, You know, because I because I knew we were going to do this, it helped me to focus a bit and ponder mm -hmm. it all. It's nice. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks to everyone for listening. Faster than expected. Thanks to Laura Upshaw for African Drum Dance on YouTube. If you like my podcast, please share it on social media. You'll find a link to subscribe and more information in the show notes at faster than expected.one. Thanks.
Take care.